0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Radio Labyrinth. This is Season 5, Episode 37. My name is Tim Andrews. That's Jeff Liebhoff and Stephanie Swain. Hello. 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 Thank you to our guests. Last week, we had Ming Chen on, and we also had Dan Carroll on from DragonCon, and we talked about Virtual DragonCon, and we appreciate everybody uh, listening and enjoying the show. It was was a nice time to catch up with those dudes. Uh, Me? I am uh, I am recuperating from a medical procedure that I had this morning. I'm really tired because I didn't get much sleep last night. I had to get up at three in the morning and take part two. You guys know what suprep is?
1: Is this for a sex change?
0: Yes, it is. But it's not a change. Like, uh, I've always met a woman. What?
1: Is it like discoby for prep?
0: Uh no, 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 no. Suprep is no, uh, no, no, none of that stuff. It's a, uh, it's this uh, saline, like real salty, uh, dense. Uh, heavy liquid that you have to mix with water and then drink. So you shit your guts out and uh, are clean enough for a doctor to go in and, and look at your colon and intestines and things
1: like that. Can't you, so, can you just give yourself a douche?
0: Well, it is like that, but you have to, it's not an enema. You, you drink it and then it just wipes you clean. You know, you're, you're clean, clean as a whistle, as they say. And, uh, the, that's the worst part of it. This is my third colonoscopy that I've had in, in the last 11 years. And I have to get one every three years now because I'm almost 50 and, you know, that's just the way it is. But this one was really rough because I hate that liquid. You guys don't know if you, if you've had it and I see from my Facebook, what I posted today, a lot of people have had the procedure done. And if you've, if you've had it done, you know how horrible this is. And there are even people who, um, who say that uh, ah, I don't need uh, anesthesia. Uh, uh-uh, You need anesthesia. Cause one time I woke up after the procedure and I heard someone getting one who was not on anesthesia and there's a lot of yelling and ouch. Oh my. Yeah. 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 So I mean,
2: well, some I, people pay for that.
0: Well, I, I don't know if people pay to have a camera jammed up their colon. I think they do. Well, you know, Hey, whatever floats <laughs> your boat, we're not going to judge people. I mean, not to start off on a gross, uh, even though I am starting off on a gross thing, but, uh, Yeah, so they they got in there and they got everything out. And then you wake up, you know, like they're talking to you. You know, you have the anesthesiologist and one of the nurses and even the doctor. I'm, you know, just shooting the shit with him because my my gastro doctor is a deadhead, an old school deadhead. And uh, so we were talking about, uh, you know, missing the show this summer, the Dead and Company show. And uh, I passed out while he was talking to me about it. And the next thing you know, I wake up and I'm farting. And that's what happened. You wake up and it's just. So
2: is he listening to the dead while he's monkeying around in your butt?
0: I don't know what they're listening to. I think they're not listening to music because he's no nonsense, but that's what he does all day. He's just looking down esophaguses and looking up buttholes. And uh, I hope he makes a, an awful lot of money for doing that because that would be rough. If that's what you did all day. But you know, the the place is a cool place. The The people there are all masked up and, you know, it's, they got a good, good routine down. So
2: she had the choice to maybe like pick a lemmy winks with a little, little headlight on. He could just send them up there.
0: Yeah. They send a mouse up there to do it. <laughs> a trained mouse to go up there and do it. Jeff, have you ever had one of those? Not yet. Not uh, yeah, You're about that age. You should go get one just for the fun of it. How about you, Steph?
1: No, no. I
2: don't, I don't even do the stuff that I'm supposed to do. The regular stuff.
0: Oh no! Like they
2: can tell know, me something's stuff? wrong, and I need to come back and do something else, and I just won't do it. No, I just I like I set it and forget it. Just set no, like, it for.
0: Forget- your body is a is a Mr. Popeil, Ron Popeil rotisserie. What was that thing called? Set it and forget it. It was the what? What was it called? What was the it? The what?
1: The basematic.
0: No, it wasn't the basematic. <laughs> That's not even a real thing. But the, you know what? There was a real thing. Was that stupid uh, fishing pole? I fisherman. Yeah, the pocket fisherman, whoever fishes, like you can't fish. Oh, yeah,
1: fish. I remember that. The
2: pocket fisherman. Was that another one that Cocaine uh, Miracle Cleaner guy came up with? Mr. Billy, whatever no, his name.
0: This, no, that was, Mr., that was Ron Popeil. He was the original pitch guy. Ron Popeil, even Weird Al Yankovic had a song about it. Mr. Popeil!
2: The, he's the one that did the spray on hair.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I think he would endorse anything. I, my favorite one of all those dudes was Billy Mays though.
2: That's what I was talking about. Cocaine yeah. dude.
0: Yeah. He hit his head. He didn't have his seatbelt on and that's how he died. He hit his head on a, on a plane ceiling.
2: Oh, I thought he was coked out of his mind. His heart exploded.
0: Well, that might be it too, but I'd always heard that he'd hit his head on the airplane roof. So anyway, so that's, that was my day. My last 24 hours, um, just, uh, doing all that stuff. And, and, uh, I was really, 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 really hungry today, but, uh, uh, I didn't do anything about that. I wanted Chick-fil-A so bad. That's a, when I come out of the, when you come out of it, because you've been fasting for so long that you're just starving. And I, I was just clamoring. But instead, I just got coffee because he I don't,
1: told me he found like a 20 piece Chick-fil-A nuggets in in your colon.
0: Who did? Doctor, my doctor. Yeah. How do you know my doctor?
1: He told me he told me he found a 20 piece.
0: Oh, nice. Well, no,
1: Poly- no Polynesian sauce.
0: <laughs> well, that's OK. He can make his own.
1: Some, some Szechuan sauce.
0: Yes, yes. Nutty mustard. That's what I call it. The nutty mustard sauce is handmade. Um, so uh, we got all sorts of stuff to talk about. No, Ira today. Um, I wonder when he's going to come back and play another game. I love that game that he came up with.
2: Yeah, that was so much fun. Yes,
0: yeah, so we need to we need to get him back. Are you guys uh, hunkering down for Hurricane Sally? Yep. Is, there,
2: is that going to affect us at all?
0: Yeah, we're gonna get a shitload of rain—like four inches of rain. We got flash flood warnings.
2: No, Tom, stop! Who told you this?
1: Brad Nitz?
0: No, I don't listen to him. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Mellish told the, the me. Pardon?
1: The wizometer told
0: you? I don't know. The wizometer—that's no. That's the device that uh, they they pee in and dump over your head over there, at Channel Eleven, that's, and they tell the weather that way. No, uh, the meter. Huh?
1: The Mellish meter.
0: Yes, the Mellish meter. It's going to be a negative 10 on Thursday. Yeah, so today I went to Home Depot and I got flood preparations and batteries and and all that crap. God bless
2: it. Is there going to be be high winds?
0: I don't know about that. I don't know about that. They they could be tropical uh, depression winds, so we'll see. It could be 30 to 40 miles an hour. That's always worse than the rain, but our basement floods all the time. So I went out and what else did I get? I got... uh, I just got all that shit you need, you know, in case you flood batteries and your power goes out. I started up the generator. I got up on the roof today, cleaned off all the pine needles and cleaned the gutters. So we're ready to go. if It rains.
1: Hey, man, I was going to have a big gender reveal party in your backyard this weekend. And-
0: Wait until it's dry.
1: <laughs> Set your whole yard on fire.
0: You see that guy who shot himself in the nuts? No. That's the latest one. There's a, there's a new gender reveal thing on, on Twitter. A guy some sort of confetti gun or whatever. He ended up shooting himself in the balls. It hilarious. <laughs>
1: serves him right
0: yeah just you know and then well you know i i'm i'm with trevor noah you know the host of uh the daily show the comedy show the daily show you know it's a comedy uh a nightly comedy show where they do comedic things he said that uh the gender reveal parties are wrong because you're supposed to wait for the child to decide
2: oh wow
0: (laughs) speaking of which before we get going now now um uh, uh, now Robbie uh, Coltrane is in trouble. You know, um, Hagrid from the Harry Potter movies, he's in trouble and he's he's being canceled because he said something in support of J.K. Rowling that, that came back up again. I guess she has a new book out uh, with like a Buffalo Bill type of character, you know, a guy who wants to, be, whatever, I don't care. But, you know, Hagrid's dead to me now. Oh, Hagrid's dead to me. Because he supported her? Because he supported her right to say what she said, he didn't say he agreed with her. He just supported her right to have an opinion. So now, if you support somebody's right to have an opinion, you know. And I realized and I've known this for a long time. And Steph, you're right about this too. It's all on Twitter. And once you like, you go to the uh, CVS or the Walgreens, there's nobody talking about J.K. Rowling and how she feels about um, transgender people. So, just Twitter is its own country, its own little universe. And when you when you walk into that. That little town of Twitter, you have to abide by their rules. But once you leave, you can be whoever you want to be. But make sure when you're in Twitter, it's woke land.
2: They um, just want you to come in negative, unless it's about something that they like. Yes. But it, other than that, be negative.
0: Something that I like is doing this podcast with both of you guys. I just wanted you to know that, hey, last week I teased that we were going to do this, this Happy Days Uh, Very special episode. So what I want to do and what I wanted us to do was to talk about very special episodes. You know, 70s and 80s sitcoms especially had very special episodes where, you know, somebody got molested or somebody got, you know, smoked weed or smoked cigarettes. And that was what this episode was about. It was going to be Joni smoking cigarettes. I think it was season six, episode 17, which is a long time ago. And Fonzie had to intervene and, you know, hey, smoke and eat cool, whatever he called her. What, what was the nickname for her? Shortcake. Shortcake, that's right. I almost said half pint, but that's what Pa called uh, uh, Laura Ingalls. So what we were going to do is we were going to all try to watch it together and then comment on it while we were watching it. But there's so many weird copyright rules and, and there's no real way to do it. So what we're going to do is we're all going to watch it and then we're going to talk about it. And uh, us talking about it will go on. Uh, patreon and which you can find at patreon.com forward slash tim andrews and uh and then after a, a certain amount of time we'll put it in the regular feed how's that sound to you guys if we're sure. just
1: doing it on patreon why can't we do the
0: video uh same reason because patreon is strict and uh if you put something up with copyright material on it they will they will dock you it's all about because it's you know because it's on patreon which is actually uh, you know, a way people make money who do podcasts. So if it's an income stream, that's even worse than, than putting it on YouTube. Let's
1: just to find some public domains, very special episodes, a public, very special
0: episode of, uh, like the, Lawrence, Lawrence or something. Lawrence, somebody owns Lawrence. Wilk all yeah. that shit's owned. And, and if it's not at a TV studio or someplace, it's in a mountain in an archive. <laughs> I, I know it. I'm not lying. My, uh, my stepmother's mother, was on a syndicated show for singers. It was like American Idol, but it was on in the fifties. And she was a great like torch singer, like a lounge singer, torch singer. And she was on this show. And I went and I found uh, the episode and it cost like 500 bucks for the, the guy had to go get it out of the vault in the mountain and then transfer it to DVD. And we put it in the DVD player on Christmas morning and push play. And she was so happy to see it, but it was so cool. I, I never knew that. Yeah. Like, step-grandma, Betty. What a voice on her. So, uh, let's see. That's all. That's all I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about my butthole anymore or my call-in or anything like that. <laughs> I hate it when I write notes and I abbreviate. I wrote TWIPC question mark and I don't know what that means. I, I put the question mark because I didn't know what
1: TWIPC
0: means. I, uh, it mean it meant something, but I don't know exactly what it was. Um, I, I, I'll think, maybe I'll think about it. I don't know. But, We do have some uh, stories to talk about if, Steph, you want to kick it off.
2: Oh, I can't even imagine why it's still going to go on, but The Walking Dead is finally going to end after season 11. I I mean, it's been over for most of us for a while now, but... And they're uh, throwing
1: it out, too, over two years. Two years?
2: Like 26 episodes. Jesus Christ. Is it really going to take... And then after that, it's the... It goes into the Daryl and Carol spinoff. Mm-hmm. They're going to have some spinoff of some other crap. I don't know. Just more.
0: They should call it Daryl loves Carol.
2: <laughs> make it like a, make yeah. it like a, a 70s sitcom.
0: Yeah, like Joni loves Charlie. <laughs> so, uh,
2: Where what Daryl's the superintendent of the building and all the other, it's all the other apartments are occupied by zombies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the superintendent is a uh, is a zombie, but he's he's lovable. He's always hitting on women.
2: He's like a cross between Bushmen.
0: <laughs> Here you go.
2: <laughs>
0: comment- he, does, he does a dance. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a why- commentary on our times.
0: Jeff, you're still a big fan of the show. Why? Why are they doing this? Why haven't they wrapped it up? Because there's no resolution. Uh, there's not going to be. A, a, it's like. There's never going to be a resolution to this. Not going to, they're not going to stumble upon a cure, right?
1: Well, there's a final issue of the comic book, and people are wondering if it's going to end the same way as the comic
0: book. Uh, how did the comic book end?
1: I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but it, it like
0: flashes forward like 20 years. Yeah, but there's still zombies, right?
1: Yeah, but they, they got them under control, basically.
0: Oh, yeah, but still, like, when you die, yeah, you turn into a turn into a zombie. I, I don't know. I'm, I just... It's it's kind of like that show's Dallas or something. Jeff all right. but it's one of those shows that's just ran for such a long it's run for such a long time now, right? How many years has it been on? Twelve, thirteen years? I think it's nine. Nine, okay. So two more seasons and then Carol and Daryl. All right. Yippee, yippee, yippee. We go into that. Fear the Walking Dead. Is that coming back? Yeah, that's coming back also. Okay. How about uh Walking Dead Miami, will that be anytime soon?
1: Yeah, that spinoff is coming back. That was supposed to come back last year, but it got shut down because of COVID. What What did? The production of that the spinoff with the Riverdale Walking Dead. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, I thought there really was like a CSI Walking Dead Miami.
1: I, I was just no, it's, it's all It's all geared toward younger people.
0: NCIS Des Moines. That's what I'm looking for. Great. Uh, all right. So, anyway.
2: Well, and now we're all watching the boys.
0: Yeah, we all caught up, everybody. I'm caught up. Me too. But
2: I should be completely done with it because the whole season should have dropped, but it did not. They're doling it out one week at a time. They give you those first three episodes, and now they're making you do this crap where you get a new episode on Friday. Like, we're not paying $90 a year for this piece of shit Prime membership where you didn't even get your – Stuff delivered for five months because of COVID.
0: Well, you can so again, COVID isn't uh, Jeff Bezos' fault. Hey, give him a break. He got divorced and lost half of his money.
2: Anyway, people are pissed. If you can't tell from my
1: reaction, uh-huh. Jeff
0: is. <laughs> Steph's a millennial now. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you <laughs> grew up. You grew up like we did with regular. You know, you had to wait. You had to wait. Sometimes oh, you it. wait six months, three, four. Months. Remember? Okay, here's two examples. Who shot Jard? Who shot Mister Burns? You waited all summer long. You waited all summer long and you didn't you know there was nothing you could do about it now you have to wait a week you can't wait a week
2: i mean i can wait a week but don't give me you know you you give me everything and then you then you just like take it back you can't do that you can't flowers for algernon people you can't let them have it and then take it away yeah that's garbage it's different if this if the series started out that way doling it out an episode at a time but the fact that they gave you the first season then they come back with this bullshit. yeah and especially when most people they had already planned, I'm gonna binge the hell out of this, and then find out there's only three episodes.
1: Now, don't you? Well, it keeps the talk of the boys going for at least a month instead right. of all have all happening one weekend, and then it's over, and everybody stops talking about it.
2: Well, I'm not much of a, I'm not that as big of a douchebag, nor do I care enough to go on the rating system and just assail them that like these other little jerks are. Right. So they're going on there and they're giving them garbage ratings to make to make the series like a two point one just yeah. because they didn't get all their episodes at one time.
0: Well, you know, you I, I get it. It would have been nice to have binged the whole thing. I mean, I like that. If if you have you have that option if you like. Um but just you remember, shut up and watch it when it comes on. And yeah, watch, the after, watch the after show. Yeah, watch the after show and, and all that shit. But I do like it so far this season. I was a little bored this uh, most recent episode. Yeah. It
2: was because, a filler episode.
0: Yeah, it was kind of filler but there was a lot of, you know, oh I love you, oh I love you, let's make love and oh but well, we can't be together. That seemed to be the theme. Uh, but Aya Cash's character Stormfront is really starting to be my my new favorite. I just I like her um, in your face attitude and and I know that a lot of people are mad because in the comic book Stormfront is a guy. I understand that, but You know she's pretty fucking good actress, and I know
1: why you like her though.
0: And she's selling it. Why? Oh, right. (laughs) Whatever. She's a great actress. I liked her on the other stuff that she was in. What was it? The worst. Really good in that. And she's fucking hilarious. So, and I do like that she gives uh, she gives Homelander the red ass. But She
2: she was scared though when he fired up those eyeballs.
0: Yeah, that's true
2: she backed her ass down so i am wondering if if the two of them are the most powerful you know but she still feels threatened by his ass that's why she's she has to manipulate him she can't just right crush his ass because he is so damn
0: powerful gus fring isn't afraid of him
2: he isn't and that makes me wonder if gus has got another little something something in his back pocket that's even more powerful than any of them
1: i don't know v what's that but shooting up some
0: Yeah. Was he on last season, Mr. Edgar? Yeah, that's very end. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I hardly remember it, but uh, yeah, he's the chief of Vought. I, I love him, man. He's, he's really he's really solidified himself as the, uh, the go-to bad guy if the series is really good. And uh, he's such a, an amazing actor. You know, the first time I saw him that I can recall is do the right thing. And uh, he was the guy that rode the bicycle around. And then uh, he was just you know, spotty in a lot of different things in the early 90s. But he's a great actor, so I'm happy to see him in a lot of stuff. Um, Let's see. Yeah, anyway, Aya Cash is great. Sean Ashmore is Lamplighter. Uh, those are some of the new characters on the show. Uh, Jeff's favorite part was, uh, uh, was watching uh, Homelander get... Uh, Give head to him, almost.
2: But he didn't, but he.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, but that was a funny scene. That whole character. At first, I thought, oh, maybe she was still alive. Uh-oh. Oh yeah. But no, she wasn't it's alive.
2: Like, but he burned her eye holes out. There's no way she's still alive. But. Yeah. I thought maybe he cloned
0: her. Yeah, not not a, a you know a ruddy guy named doppelganger.
2: Guy <laughs> <laughs> Doppel- putting the, uh, that oh that breast milk oh. Uh-
0: I know that's gross, but and he, he, he the homeland is such a creepy character. Is that?
1: Like, uh, uh.
0: I like where the season's going though, and and there's going to be a third season, so that's that's pretty fucking cool. So we're going to be talking about it uh every week. So since it's a weekly show, we can do that now.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, just as long as these assholes don't get it canceled by giving you you know no <laughs> rating at all. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, but you know what else is pretty cool is it was really sad we all i think agree whenever um adam west died and then we we lost him as mayor west on family guy Mm -hmm. uh but he's gonna have a brother that's rolling up on the set somebody that we are all very familiar with mr sam elliott oh yeah he's gonna kind of he's gonna kind of be taking his place and his name because he's a cowboy is wild wild west (laughs)
0: Wild, wild. His first
2: animal. name is Wild and his middle name is Wild.
0: That's my middle name, <laughs> Wild. Let me see if I can get into the voice. Coors, the banquet beer. You gotta do that upper lip. Yeah, thing. you
1: gotta have the mustache on your upper lip there.
0: Well, you can also do the lip hanging over. There was a movie he was in a couple of years ago where he didn't have a mustache and he looked really bizarre. Played an asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what made you decide to take the role on Family Guy, Sam?
0: why else do you think sam elliott sits and watches family well
2: actually he turned him down whenever they first pitched the idea to him because they wanted him to just kind of be himself play himself and he was not into it at all they had to kind of make this character this wild wild west character that his own natural vernacular would fit in with, but it's still somebody different than him. That's the only reason why he agreed to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't understand that. That was what was cool about Adam West being the mayor, or what's cool about James Woods being on the show, although I doubt Seth McFarlane would have him on the show now. But James Woods was just James Woods, the actor, but he was also a, a, a weird dude. And I don't
1: know.
2: I don't know if that Seth wouldn't have him on the show. he doesn't really do anything on that. She hasn't been on the show in t- since like 2010.
1: No, I think they changed the name of the school too. yeah James Wood High to something else
0: because oh. James Woods is a Trump supporter and Seth McFarlane is is super woke, so I, I don't think that,
2: that those he's not people- that woke.
0: Yeah, he is. If you see him on Twitter, he is. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying that I think that's why you don't see James Woods. <laughs> he's you know pro Republican or whatever.
2: <clears throat> no, I only meant just because I just heard him on Dak Shepard's podcast not that long ago. And he is woke, but to the degree where he hates people being canceled.
0: Oh, I know. Because he's very against that because he's a creative type. And he thinks that you should be able to do what you want to do on your show. You know, it's, it's really, and I can agree with that because life is about how you act, not about how you write or how you uh, create, you know, you can create anything. Any story is a viable story to tell, but if you act like a normal person and a decent person, then you're a decent person. If you act like a shithead, then you're a shithead. So that's just, that's how I view things, you know, but, uh, Sam Elliott will be on family. (laughs) We'll
2: all be digging it. I know that you were probably freaking out a little bit, Tim, when they canceled the Venture brothers.
0: I was mad. I, you know, I wasn't freaking out, but I was pissed because it's such a good show. I know it takes forever to make an episode, but it's all because they care about their craft and they work really hard on them. But what's the news? Are they coming uh, back?
2: It looks like HBO Max may be picking them up. So good. That would be, I mean, HBO Max is going to be like some animation. Juggernaut, probably.
0: What's well, the same company? That's what fucks me up in the head. It's the same company, right? Time Warner owns Adult Swim. Time Warner owns HBO Max, right? Right? Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, yeah. So you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> they already have all almost. Well, they have all the old episodes on HBO Max. They have all the old episodes of um, uh, uh, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, I believe. All sorts of stuff from Adult Swim that we like. You know, I, And the other day I was watching. Do you remember Courageous Cat? Dong 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 the music. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I do
2: remember.
0: And Minute Mouse was that the name of his site? Yeah minute yeah and then they always fought this stupid frog rawr, 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 rawr. the episodes are terrible <laughs> I'm Watching them. but when i was a kid i loved that show because i loved the the car and i loved the song so i'm like i'm gonna watch a couple of these episodes the animation wasn't very good it was very cheaply produced but i'm looking at it now as a 49 year old as opposed to a six-year-old and uh I started thinking about all these old animators and stuff and how much how much work they did. And that show wasn't on a network. It was just syndicated. But uh, it was pretty cool, other than the awful animation and bad story. Do you remember the frog? It was like kind of a cross. Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, but it didn't sound like it. It sounded like Edward G. Robinson and Humphrey Bogart had a baby. So it sounded like... Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Jeff... Um, if I can get us some cheap airfare, you think we could maybe fly over to Taiwan and get this chocolate-covered Whopper? <laughs>
0: oh,
1: what color does that turn your poop?
2: I can't even imagine. And it was just supposed to be like a little joke thing. Well, people were into it, right? So now they've, they're selling this Whopper over there covered in chocolate sauce.
0: Gross. Gross, gross. So it's, it's covered in wet chocolate sauce? You have to eat it with a fork or something?
2: I mean, you know, like a chocolate sauce you would put on a, on an ice cream sundae.
0: So it's hard.
2: No, I mean, I think it's like an in between, like a hot fudgy, like a hot fudge chocolate sauce. The,
0: the Whopper makes hot fudge on its own. You just have to wait a couple of hours.
2: This is just a little bit sweeter.
0: Nah, this <laughs> is gross. I'm not interested in that. That's like I could eat a hamburger. Or a cheeseburger with like a Krispy Kreme donut uh, bun. You remember when that was like a thing for me? Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I could eat that. I it, had that. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It's not something I'd want to eat all the time, but I don't. I don't like the idea. First of all, it's Burger King and it's a Whopper, and they're not as good as they were when you know when they were made out of real meat and food. But you know, I <laughs> like I'm not, the
2: Impossible Whopper. I'm all about it. I love it, but I don't want chocolate
0: on it. I find it impossible to not shit my pants if I eat that burger. <laughs>
1: You order the the Whopper and then take it over to Dairy, Dairy Queen and have them dip it in the
0: the chocolate. Have you, ever, have you ever really done that? If you like a bunch of places you like are on the same road, have you ever gone to uh,
2: yeah
0: Burger King and gotten the Whopper and then gone to McDonald's and gotten the fries?
2: I go to I'll go to Zaxby's and get a salad, then McDonald's and get the fries, and then through Krispy Kreme to get my dessert. So oh, yeah, I, I'll do that.
0: Do you take it all home or do you eat it in the car while you're
2: Well, usually I'll get some car fries and home fries. Yeah. I get, I get fries to eat in the car.
0: You do not do that. Do you really? Tim. Okay, you do. You do do. Oh man, I miss those days. I
2: don't do this all the time, but like when I get on a tear, that's my, that's my crack. It's my, it's my cocaine. Yes. Yeah. When I get on a tear, there's no stopping me. And once the wheels are set in motion... Like once I've got my shoes on, it doesn't uh-huh. matter. I'm going to get whatever it is yeah. that I'm dreaming about. <laughs> but I am going to be very upset whenever I go trodging out and there's no Mexican pizza anymore at midnight.
0: Oh, Mexican pizza where? Taco Bell. At
2: Taco Bell. They're uh, getting rid of it.
0: I don't eat there.
1: Taco Bell's well, just going to some- be bells from now on. Yeah. Why are they getting rid of it?
2: Um, they are claiming that it's an environmental <laughs> issue. I guess because they're saying that the Mexican pizza requires too much boxage. So? Paper. So I know and people love the fuck out of this Mexican pizza. I know I do. I get it without the meat. You know, and it's a crispy, disgusting thing. But it's still good. Well, change.org, you can go and sign their petition. They're trying to get 75,000 signatures. They're up to like 51,000 signatures right now of people that are. About to lose it, so go to change.org if you want to save this Mexican pizza, and sign the petition, because they can't take everything from us. I mean, in the year of COVID, we've lost so much. Do not take this pizza from us.
1: I want a petition to add rum to the pineapple whip, pineapple whip freeze.
2: Oh, that is gone, isn't it already? That was a little summer. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think the
1: it's still done. up with the one over by Kroger.
0: Oh. The what now? What are we talking about? Pineapple whip freeze. Oh it's
2: really good
0: yeah but i don't like anything enough to to go to change.org and and sign a petition i don't care about anything well worthwhile maybe but not a fucking disgusting taco bell uh hey radio labyrinth is brought to you by atlanta pizza and gyro who are open uh and you can go to their website and find out all that information you can go in there sit down have yourself a nice delicious meal bring the family they have a great staff and uh, a great owner atlanta pizza and gyro their website is atlantapizzagiro.com you can order online or uh and when you order online, you can do pickup or delivery and uh, you don't have to pay till you get there. So don't worry about that. You don't have to pay ahead of time. Um, Atlanta Pizza in Euro wants to thank everyone who has been supportive to them and to other restaurants through these tough times for the entire industry. And listen, if you have been to Atlanta Pizza in Euro, I implore you, uh, please leave a review on Google. And we can't forget our friend Brett Perkins, who I did reach Brett out Brett to, Perkins, back, I said. but I haven't heard back from get brett perkins i said the super across the way uh and his business ldi repro printing of athens they have all of your construction printing needs commercial or residential in athens since 2005 with a fast turnaround and affordable prices call 706-316-9366 or email them at athens at LDI Dot com thank you jeff everything's done every who knows if they're even going to get rid of it you know it's all everything is all trickery in a in a weird form of advertising now because you can't really you can't just throw a commercial on tv radio or whatever and expect that people are going to know about your product you got to people talking about it in either a good or a negative way so you got to get it on social media you got to get it on facebook you got people fighting about it like just take for example okay i'll do these last two real quick and i want to talk about this uh falcon and the winter soldier or sorry i'm stepping on you but filming in atlanta so that's great and- yeah that's
2: why they just restarted because they were supposed to the show was supposed to start airing yeah in august and they had to shut it down so i don't know but i was i was geeked about the show
0: and then and then oh wait which one is the show falcon
2: it's the, the falcon, falcon the winter and the winter soldier. Soldier. they have their own show together that's oh, I, did,
0: I didn't know that i love yeah. fucking falcon i think he's really cool i wish he, I like, out of all that new Marvel shit, he's one of the characters I actually like. So that's cool.
2: And I like the Winter Soldier too. He's yeah. pretty badass. And now there's no Captain America because he's retired.
0: And he's it's showing... Just,
2: his- he got, got
1: cancelled for showing his dick.
2: <laughs> Not by everybody.
0: Yeah, people. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then SNL is returning to 30 Rock for the first time since March. So And South Park's doing a COVID special on
1: September 30th. You guys skipped oh. over that. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Hour long
0: pandemic episode on Comedy Central. I'm sure that'll be very fucking funny.
1: Oh
2: god, I can't wait.
0: I can't either. We need something like that to make fun of every single person out there. Doesn't matter who you are, what you believe. They're gonna make fun of you, and I hope you laugh. Because if <laughs> you can't laugh, then you shouldn't watch South Park. So what I was gonna what was what I was saying about advertising? You want to talk about that show that that movie or whatever that's on Netflix? That cuties mm. and cuties is a movie about uh some girls in france who are on a dance troupe they're prepubescent i guess or whatever they seem to know an awful lot about this movie tim yeah i know and because i you know i haven't watched it yet but i've heard all these stories that will i'm explaining as to why they Uh do this thing and there's a an immigrant you know there's a lot of immigrants in in france from northern africa and eastern africa and anyway So I guess the premise of this is that all these girls are doing that twerking and like slutty dancing, and they're way too young. You can tell that they're way too young. They're 11. Yeah, they're 11. And and the movie is supposed to be something that points out the ridiculousness of children acting that way or exploiting child. uh, Exploiting child. Sexually exploiting children. And uh, so there's the fight. So now you have... It, it, and it's this is one of those things. It's polarizing. You have the people on the right who are now label okay, Trump's the people who like Trump hate this movie, and people who like Joe Biden like this movie. That's how they they have it positioned. It's like you know, I take hydroxychloroquine, I'm with Trump, or I take remdesivir, so you know, it's just that stupid political shit that's infested everything. But this, as far as this this movie goes, is Netflix put out a teaser trailer and a poster that where the girls were looking coquettish, and everybody got upset by it. So now there's just fight after fight on uh, and people arguing with each other were stupid bullshit on, on Facebook and Twitter about the stupid movie that uh, some people I've seen have said they they saw it and they didn't think it was that bad other people said I can't watch this but the bottom line is that it is hype and it is advertising and then in, in 2020 that is the way you get your product out there is to have people fighting about it and it's so bizarre to me could you imagine we were kids it was like you know, the Dunkin' Donut. It's time to make the donuts. Fuck you, I don't want to make the donuts. Well, you know, I'm making the donuts. Well, then you're a Reagan supporter if you get up early. I mean, it's just dumb. But that's the way you got to do everything these days, even with football now. Everybody's fighting about that. Do you guys watch football on Sunday? Mm.
1: Little on Sunday. I watched Monday, Monday night game.
0: I know you watch Monday night. You must not have been very happy. No. I thought it was nice to see something that to me is more comfortable than watching baseball. Baseball, you're watching the game and you know there's nobody there and you know that it's super COVID-y. But you're watching football and there's hype and they got the fake crowd noise, which is kind of cool because some of them have crowds and some of them don't. But it, was just, it just felt normal. It was the first time I saw something on TV live like that that made me feel normal. And Plus, the Bills kicked ass and uh, it was nice. So, They're going out of their way to try and not show the crowd at all. Yeah, I mean, there's people there, but who cares? Just, it's oh, but I a, mean, the, the
1: empty stands, they're, they're, yeah. all the shots are, like, field level now. Yeah. Except for, like, the kicks. That's the only thing they can't not show the crowd, but all the rest of the game, right? they go from field level.
0: And, you know, it, again, you know, the people are bitching. Oh, they kneeled or they didn't kneel. I don't care about any of that. I just want to watch football. And it, it delivered, except for I wanted the Lions to win, and it got fucking beat. So maybe that's why Steph wasn't very happy.
2: Well, I mean, there was no team that I have ever rooted for that won, so. The, the Falcons, I mean, come on. Who um, cares about that? I can't even.
0: <laughs> they didn't, I'm not a, you know, yay, yay, Falcons. I want them to do really well, of course, because they're the hometown team, but I don't really care. I was more happy to watch Brady lose um, because, it's to me, it showed that, uh, you know, hey, Tom Brady's great and Gronk is great and everything, but uh, you need Bill Belichick. I'll be. What do you got? Go take a dump?
1: Steph's dog's freaking out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well stuff's gone, Tim. Did you hear about that uh good times animated show that's coming to Netflix?
0: Yeah, I sent uh I sent that text. I thought to both of you maybe it was just to her. Yeah, I saw that. What do you think about that? It's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, and Norman Lear's doing it. So Is it set in the uh seventies?
1: No, it's supposed to be modern day, but I don't know if it's the same characters or what.
0: I don't know. Then why don't they just call it something else? I
1: don't know how they. Call it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. how are good times if it's not the same characters?
0: Well, there's there's only a couple alive still. You know, right,
1: they could do have people doing the voices.
0: They could. I don't. They'd have to have uh, Keenan Thompson do Florida. Damn, damn, damn!
2: <laughs> You're wrong for that.
0: We did it on Saturday Night Live. That's the only reason why.
2: I'm just wondering if they're gonna do a, a cartoon penny getting burned with a cartoon iron. <laughs> <laughs> or or a cartoon deaf boy falling down an elevator shaft.
0: Did that happen on that show?
2: Yeah, I remember it was like a two parter. Uh, like those a Flor- very
1: special good times.
2: Yeah, when Florida was driving the bus and <laughs> there was the kid on there that was she tried to tell that lady and the lady's like, Don't don't be telling me how to raise my child. And it turns out that the kid was deaf and couldn't hear. And then he fell down the elevator shaft.
1: Mm. Wait, he was deaf, and he couldn't hear. (laughs)
2: That
0: that cancels it out. Maybe he could hear so well that he deafened by the elevator doors opening. I
2: don't know. know. Almost every episode of Good Times was a very special episode. The old lady that you fed them—you know—they thought they were eating dog food, but she only fed herself dog food. She made them eat. little fed her real meat.
0: Good Times was a great show. If you ever are bored and you're on YouTube go to that uh, television Academy or whatever it is uh, where they have people, actors talking about their shows and you can hear, uh, you know, like uh, Jimmy Walker talking about the, the show and he, and then uh, John Amos, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm having a brain fart. He, he's like, yeah, I, you know, I got, you know, my head and uh, I, you know, I got a big ego. And then one day after the first or second season or whatever, I got a call from Norman Lear saying, Hey, you're not going to be on the show anymore. And I'm like, fuck you. And I hung up on him because <laughs> he wanted money and he didn't, yeah. he he goes, this was a show about a family and it ended up being dynamite every 10 seconds. And he hated it. I never really knew why he left the show, but I guess that's why you I don't, know, and, I'm and not excited all, about this by the way, but go ahead.
2: But it was also pointed out to me, they, I mean, even when Thelma mar- married the football player, they never moved out of this apartment. They just all kept staying in this apartment. No, when
0: they get out of the ghetto in the final episode. Right? <laughs> okay. They, uh, she marries him. He gets hurt or something, but I know she marries him and J.J. gets a job as a commercial artist someplace, at least to my recollection.
2: Wasn't Michael supposed to be an attorney? He was going on to be an attorney or something?
0: Well, yeah. Uh, Thelma's brother was going to pay for college.
2: Yeah. No, okay.
0: Yeah. Maybe Florida stayed there. I mean, because that was a nice. but Did they move Wilona out with them?
2: I don't know. I and can't remember. I
0: think I think Wilona put Penny out on the street.
2: Yeah, you just never saw it. I mean, once once uh Penny got a new job on different strokes and a star.
0: Yes, that's right. She her job was to date Willis. Right,
2: and 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 uh, cause every girl in America to want a giant hoop earring with their house key hanging from
0: it. Yeah. She was awesome on that show. I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, there's Penny. Yes. Well, she was, she was,
2: she was beautiful. She's beautiful. Yeah,
0: I had a crush on her back. Not when she was Penny, even though we're roughly the same. <laughs> but I watched different strokes and reruns. I, I mean, not different strokes. I watched Good Times and, and reruns like everybody else.
2: Well, like, sure, yeah. I loved Good Times. Good Times, All the Family, Jefferson's, all, the, all those normal How about
0: Maude? Did you like Maude?
2: Loved Maude. Come out, Maude. Maude. I remember the abortion episode when I was a kid. I was like, not wow.
0: abortion Maud! I don't care what you think. <laughs> How about the episode where Florida and James get in a big fight?
2: Oh, yeah. That was intense.
0: My woman ain't working. My woman ain't working.
2: James. Poor yeah. Michael and uh, JJ had to sleep on the couch bed together.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. That was a good show. <laughs> uh, hey, so there's a brand new show that you guys talked about for a couple of weeks that I hadn't tuned into, but I, so far now I'm, I'm all caught up. I watched all five episodes that are available raised by wolves. How about raised by wolves, right? What a show. Love it. How about you, Jeff? Do you like it? Yeah. It's I haven't ever seen anything like it. And it's one of those shows that just pops up and uh, there's no woke bullshit in it. There's just a million different kind of people. And a good story. <laughs> that's all,
1: that's all Ridley, I asked for. Just the first two were directed by Ridley Scott. So it's got yes. that Ridley Scott feel to the whole series.
0: Yes. That, that and a bunch of them were
1: directed by his son.
0: Yeah. And uh, one of the characters, there, there's, there's really just in a nutshell, it's a story about um, humanity had to leave Earth. There were atheists factions and there were religious factions that call themselves Mithras. So they're sun worshipers. And uh, there's a lot of real stuff involved in all that. In case you guys, I mean, I, I did a real deep dive on this and found out like there's there's all sorts of uh, th- you know, things going on with with the, the the names and everything. They're all allegories for something or other, I guess. But the gist is that the atheists get to this planet Kepler or something or other first.
2: Kepler twenty
0: two. Kepler twenty two b, which is a real planet, and uh, the, the the atheists get there first because they have uh, they can travel faster with less people they don't need a big ship so they send these two androids and they're called mother and father and mother has been programmed to be able to give birth to human embryos or to carry them to term and so there all these children are born and i'm not going to spoil it but these kids are born on this planet and mother and father uh, are raising them two androids and all of a sudden, then you find out you know the humans get there uh, you know the you know, the, the religious humans get there, whatever, the Mithras. And uh, you find out that this mother is a battle droid of some sort. They call it a necromancer. And she actually looks like the robot from Metropolis. Remember that old, you know, that classic movie, Metropolis? And she's a necromancer. So she flies in the air. And that's got it also has a very H.R. Giger look to it. And H.R. Giger did all the artwork for um yeah. Alien. He also did Penis Landscapes, which is the reason Jello Biafra got arrested because <laughs> he put it in his liner notes in, a, in an old Dead Kennedys album. i never heard that story. But I just I, – I love this movie It's or this show. It's just it's, – it's slow moving, but even though it's slow moving, it's captivating because the characters are good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I just – I don't know. I, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's good so far.
2: Yeah, it's super – I feel like it's super original. Mm-hmm. I love the whole concept of it. I love how, at first, you think they're really going after organized religion quite a bit mm-hmm. in, of any of any sort, like right. those type of zealots. But then, her beliefs, the androids' beliefs, are almost they're zealot in their in their own right. Yes, she's she's so it's like either way you go, it's an extreme viewpoint.
1: Right. Right. Uh, they just like the kids, as they're raising them, they're trying to raise them as atheists, but just like naturally, the kids start developing like, faith in, in religion.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to say and, why, because we'll spoil it.
1: So right. they, and try and, they try and talk them out of it. Yeah.
2: And I love the whole, I was so surprised about the side story of the people that are impersonating right. the kids' parents. Yep when they told their whole backstory, cause I mean, it was like, Oh wow, this is a whole other show here. Right, it all right. connects. And then the one, the, the wife that I did not realize, uh, that Danny kooksie from Terminator two was going to be in this.
0: What? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> she does look like Daniel. Kuksey. Let's get out of here. Mr. D. It's
2: just like Danny kooksie.
0: Hey, this coming. Mr. D. Mr. D.
2: But I, I think it's great and I'm so in, I love Father. Father's cool as shit. He's awesome. Can you uh, believe Father was born Father was born in 1993. The actor? Yes.
0: Yeah, I can believe it because we're old. But uh,
2: but it was, I was like, oh my god. But he, I mean, I thought he was like 38 or something. Yeah. But it, and it, then it, I, yeah. Just the thoughts that somebody that was born in 93 is like a grown up.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it baffles me.
0: I, it's one of the, the uh, another thing about the show that I like is they do a lot of um, flashbacks to help move the story along, but it's not annoying and it doesn't distract you from the story, which I like. So if you if you have HBO Max, give this give this show a chance. It's again, it's called Raised by Wolves, and, uh, and it's really good. I mean, if and if you like the Alien, it, it's I don't know if it's in the same universe, but it does have that same feel. It's very Ridley, Ridley Scott. Yeah, the
2: chick that the chick that plays mother is going to be nominated for like every award.
0: Yeah, she's she's fantastic. Everybody, I can't rave enough about it, and I don't rave a lot, a lot about television. So, is Campion good,
2: though, I hope Campion falls in a hole.
0: Yeah, well, Campion, <laughs> little pussy. He's like a little Anakin Skywalker. We're going to eat it, Father. We'll eat roots. We'll eat the fungus that I found in the hole. <laughs> Let's climb down the hole. Um, the other thing all three of us watched, I think, is uh, Class Action Park. Yes,
2: yeah, so yeah. funny.
0: You guys want to go jump off sad. the uh, suicide? Whatever. I never went there. Did you,
1: Jeff? No. There were, well, I, saw I don't come- even really remember commercials for it on WPIX, but they showed I, a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, I remember the commercials. I remember wanting to go there, but it, it's such an 80s place, such an 80s place. And I love that they have all that footage of the, uh, the people that worked there. It's like the, the unsupervised staff that if you got hurt, they're just like, eh, get up. Then you get
2: they just, jealous. They that you
0: spray you with that Bactine stuff yeah. in, the, in the room. That's hilarious.
2: If um, your tendons ripped open by embedded teeth in the slide.
0: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: Like, weren't you jealous of those parties, they end of the summer parties that they would have? I was like, oh, my God, I can't imagine being a kid in the 80s, and that's your job. And then they have this big-ass bash there.
0: Yeah, but I would have been the guy outside of the shed jacking off listening to everybody. Else. But, you know, we, we went... To me, that's totally a place that we would have gone when we were kids, and Jeff would have said, you're a chicken if you don't do this, and I would have gotten mad and done it and then hurt myself. Hopefully. Yes, well, that's what would have happened, or somebody would have bullied me. You, know?
1: you guys should have just told me that Chris Gethard was... was and, and I would have watched it a lot sooner than, than I did. He was like the star of the movie. He was yeah.
2: good. He was funny too. I mean just the fact that he had such as his own personal experience from going there.
1: Yeah. If your mic sounds quiet, are you did you turn yourself down?
2: How about now? Is that better? Yeah. A little
0: better. A little better. A little right. better.
2: Well, you couldn't hear you couldn't hear me um beating that dog, could you?
0: No. Nope.
2: Okay, good. No. That, that was it.
0: Some douchebag beat his dog and some rich fuck beat his dog and it went viral on Twitter and he I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. As some CEO of a company, yeah. So if you guys, what is that on HBO? Is that also on HBO Max or is Mm -hmm. it something
2: else? That's also HBO Max.
0: Yeah, check out Class Action Park, especially if you're a Gen X and and you grew up in the Northeast and saw the commercials for it. It's like uh, the the Dangerous Disneyland. Now's the time we thank all of our Radio Labyrinth producers. producer is a Radio Labyrinth Patreon member who donates $25 a month or more to our podcast. So, without further ado, thank you, Chad Shepard, who is also a sponsor, who comes in at the $50 mark, and we appreciate it very, very much. Chad has been a member since October 6th, 2017, and we love you for it. Also, thank you to Brian Smith, Eric Malmstrom. Eric has been with us for almost four years. John Sutherland, member since 2018. Keith Tate, since October 14th, 2016. Matt Carter, since November 12th, 2016. Mike D since August 1st, 2018. Sean Hall, since April 22nd, 2018. Todd Ellis, a member since January 19th, 2020. He's the youngest one. And last but not least, Emily Warren, who joined up on May 19th, 2018. Thank you to each and every one of you so very much. It's time for This Week in Pop Culture History. Defining moments in television, film, and birthdays. So you guys, we've, we've... Spent the last couple of months maybe doing uh, a year or revisiting a month out of a year. I thought a thing we could do now would be to uh, do this, which is This Week in Pop Culture. What do you think about that?
2: Let's do it.
0: We'll look at every day between uh, the date that the show is released. So the show will be released on September 16th, uh, all the way through the 22nd, and then we'll do it every week. How about that?
2: sounds like a good good time
0: all right so this week in pop culture on September 16th 1972 the Bob Newhart show debuted on CBS what a show now I watched that when it was on but usually with an adult of course like usually my grandparents they watched all those CBS shows vague memories of that because it wasn't on in syndication very much when we were young either do you remember much about it either of you guys where he was the psychiatrist yeah i mean it was science indication later and we got to see it but yeah it took a long time
2: no i only remember new heart
0: yeah i love new heart in in some ways i think new hearts better but they're both really really funny shows
2: anything with tom poston
0: oh yeah like mork and mindy <laughs> Tom, right. if you're gonna watch a bob newhart show watch the ventriloquist the one now what's that
1: that's a great one was that his last show no, the, he, the, one of his patients on the
0: Bob Newhart show is ventriloquist. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, the the, the original show is fantastic, and he was always doing his. You know, he he got famous doing a phone. He would be on the phone, and that he would improv a phone bit, like of a CEO talking to somebody, and there'd be a lot of stammering and uh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> ever seen him do that? You can yeah. on YouTube, and he did a lot of that on uh, on the the Bob Newhart show. So uh, you can watch it. A lot of it's on YouTube. You can find it someplace. In 1984, ER debuted on NBC, but it's not the ER you're thinking of. It's the other ER, which also had George Clooney. But the star was Elliot Gould, and it was a sitcom. It was funny. Mary McDonnell from uh, Dances with Wolves and Battlestar Galactica uh, was on it. You guys remember Conchata Farrell? Nope.
2: This that? That sounds familiar.
0: You would know her if you saw her. She was ubiquitous on television in the 70s and 80s. C O N C H A T A. Conchata, Conchata Ferrell. She was a, a very funny comedic actress, and uh, she was on that. She played like the saucy nurse. She was always playing like the saucy, sarcastic lady, and uh, she was very funny. Uh, moving to uh, um, September 17th. Uh, Jeff Leboff was born on September 17th. Oh, by the way, we missed Steph's birthday last week, so happy birthday, Steph, and happy early birthday, Jeff.
1: Yeah, happy birthday, Steph. Oh,
2: God bless him. just fair. worried with Jeff. Thanks, guys. Happy Thank
1: birthday, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you can. See, you have to
0: bring that up.
2: Uh, I, I yeah. even took it off Facebook because I was like, well,
0: anybody be nice to me.
2: I don't uh, care when I'm talking about it. And it's like, let's pretend it didn't happen.
0: Uh, 1964, September the 17th, 1964, Bewitched premiered on ABC. Uh, the show that made me uh, fall in love with Elizabeth Montgomery. I liked Bewitched more than I liked I Dream of Jeannie. For some reason, it was. I thought it was funnier. Although I, I watched I Dream of Jeannie just because I wouldn't. Yet. But I'm in love with Major Healy That's right. I love Major Healy. Major Healy was actually the funniest person on the show. I thought Major Healy was cool.
2: Which was definitely funnier than I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, hell yeah. For
0: sure. Dick Sargent wasn't as good of a Darren as Dick York was, but it was still okay.
2: But it was all the revolving cast of Care. Paul Lind and um, (laughs) Mrs. Kravitz, and then the lady that played in Dora. I mean, they had so many good.
0: Whoa. what was her name that was Endora. no Endora was the mom no the,
2: yeah the, she was the
0: uh, Aunt Clara that's the uh, oh, so oh I think I lost her yeah Aunt Clara was cool <laughs> in 1967 the doors sang Light My Fire on Ed Sullivan and they didn't change the lyrics like they were asked to and they were never invited back um, you know that it would be untrue uh, girl we couldn't get much higher now do you guys remember the doors movie with the uh, Val Kilmer was in yeah, yeah. Directed by um, uh, Oliver Stone. Okay, so if you uh, watch the original video, or if you watch that movie, they do it in a way where, like, Jim Morrison gets in your face and goes, "Hi!" Ah! Remember? Yeah. How he- yeah. Watch the the video from Ed Sullivan. He doesn't do that. He just sings the song. He didn't. There's no emotional expression in in his face at all. They just sing the song. But they did get in trouble, and they were not ever invited back. Uh, in 1969, Mr. Jeff Lee Buff was born. Like we said. In 1972, MASH premiered on CBS. All the good shows were on CBS back then. Uh, and uh, I love taking those little quizzes online. I took one the other day, a MASH quiz, and I think I got like a, the equivalent of a 90 on it. Jeff was pretty good with MASH trivia. You should take that, Jeff. Did you I try it? You, you did not get 100. You got 100. You're the only person I know who got a 100 on that. Yeah, Chris DePette got 100 also. Well, I don't follow him on Twitter, so I didn't know that. This was a place for
2: us to play MASH Bingo online or something.
0: MASH Bingo? <laughs> I got hot lips. 1978, Battlestar Galactica launched on BBC Network. No, the good one didn't really launch until 2004. The okay one uh, launched in 1978. Although that first season was amazing. Uh, Lauren Green, you know, so it was a Western in space starring, uh, you know, Pa. Bonanza. Bonanza and Space Bonanza. He was a good actor, though, and uh, that was a good show. Especially, like I said, that first season. It got a little crazy. The Galactica 1980. Yeah,
1: 1980 was bad. Yeah. Well, that was just because Almost was as bad as the new Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, that show was good.
0: By the way, the droid show kind of reminds me of that, though. What Raised by Wolf the, um, the thing is, with Battlestar Galactica, it had great ratings, but ABC couldn't afford to produce the show. So that's why they got fucked. That show could have run for a long time if ABC had, you know, coughed up the money, but they didn't. And then in 2009, Archer premiered on Adult Swim, and Archer's coming out soon, I believe, right? September 17th. Yeah. Ooh, right on your birthday and on the anniversary of its launch. Yep. Uh, moving on to September 19th in 1954, The Adventures of Superman, the shorts that we all grew up watching. Uh, started that's how everybody got interested uh, introduced to Lois Lane Jimmy Olson Perry white and uh, and of course uh, Clark Kent and Superman and uh, the story of that guy poor thing they made that movie with Ben Affleck right yeah George Reeves George Reeves yeah yeah Hollywood land I believe it was called uh, in 1970 the Mary Tyler Moore Show debuted on CBS she was divorced they weren't allowed to talk about it she left her husband and moved to Minneapolis, but they weren't allowed to mention that she was divorced. I don't think. And one of those people in the Midwest to get upset. <laughs> no, nah, they left it up in the air. Yeah. But she was divorced. Right. Yeah. They did leave it up. They're like, uh, I think one of the first sitcoms comes where a single woman lived on her own with her kids. Who was divorced was one day at a time. Really? I think that's one of the first. What about Alice? What about what? Alice? Uh, well, time so where's came her husband Alice. Alice came out after One Day at a Time, yeah. because the Alice is based on a movie called Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. All right, so where's her husband? He probably died. No, we got divorced. I don't remember. I don't know that much back. You know, I don't know the lore behind Alice. I don't
1: either. <laughs> Linda Lavin was on Room 104 though this week. Yeah, you said she looked haggard. So so good acting though.
2: Well, she's what eighty.
1: Yeah, she's got to be up there in her her 80s, if not
0: late 80s. The last thing I saw her in was an episode of The Sopranos. She plays uh, Dr. Wendy Kobler, and she tells Meadow to go to Europe and and quit college. Right. That was 20 years ago now. Oh, shit. Damn. Speaking of which, you guys, if if you're a Sopranos fan and you're not listening to Talking Sopranos, you're missing out. This week's episode is great. I'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, let's see what else happened. You guys mind this? I'm asking. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, chip in. You know, Tell me if I forget something. Uh, in 1981, Simon and Garfunkel reunited to perform in Central Park, and that ended up being an HBO special and an album. They had a couple of hits, and then they didn't get back together again for what ten years. And Jeff, you saw him? No, you just. Saw oh, him. I just saw Paul Simon. That's right. They didn't. He didn't invite him again.
1: Jamie Chase was there though.
0: No. Oh chasing Chase
1: and,
2: and the Bongos. Yep, doing uh, a lot of me and Julio down by the schoolyard.
0: Call me Al. You can call me. Al. I love that concept. Did everybody throwing out loose joints? Thanks. 1983, the syndicated Wheel of Fortune began, and that is still on with the same two people as its main hosts and stars. So, shit, that's a long time ago. 30- Wheel of
2: Fortune, though. Don't you? You know, back in the day when you would. So you won five grand on the wheel mm-hmm. and you could go into the room and buy a car yeah. for fourteen hundred
1: dollars. Yeah, <laughs> on that shopping spree. But
2: they, all of the shit was so overpriced.
0: I'll take the plaster horse for ten thousand dollars. That's it. That's all I want. I didn't win enough. Of it. Yep. I'll take the horse. Three thousand dollar record player, please. Oh he's such a sarcastic fuck. That's why I like him. He's funny.
2: he's
0: funny especially now oh too bad <laughs> he doesn't give a shit but yeah i love the showcase that was kind of cool were you Is that what it was called or the shopping sure. room or whatever yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like the, and then you could get food they had rice-a-roni <laughs> it
2: was like oh you still you got you have fifteen hundred dollars left oh, yeah. um oh okay i'll take
0: i gotta oh you got 20 bucks left i'll take the bite <laughs> uh, or i'll take the uh, big wheel thank you
2: I'll take the Janis Joplin 8 track.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can get 12 of those for a penny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> in 1994, on... Uh, no, no, I'm skipping ahead here. Shit, oh, I totally skipped ahead. No, no I'm good. In 1984, uh, ER debuts on NBC again, this time the drama. And the one that actually lasted. In 2000- yeah, yeah. And then in 2005, How I Met Your Mother debuted. Uh, and uh, that was on CBS, right? Yep. Big, big, big hit show. How long did that run? Like 10 years? Yeah, thanks. Huge show.
2: Never watched one episode.
0: Same here. Never saw one episode. No, it was very good. I didn't say it wasn't good. I just never saw an episode of it. It was good. Uh, Let's see. Uh, September 20th, 1960, or 1960, The Flintstones began on ABC Network. Can you imagine that? I mean, that show had been on 10 or 15 years before any of us realized what it was. That show had been around. That's that's amazing. And Flint, yeah, and as
2: a kid, I thought it just came out.
0: Yeah, and well, you know, we got new ones, but they were weren't very good because like the kids were growing up and we we're in a rock band. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Terrible. No, yeah. the old ones were the way to go. Right. Bam, bam, bam. Kazoo is when it all started falling apart.
0: I liked Kazoo. Uh,
2: he was all right, but you know, when you watch the older episodes,
1: yes, I know. The older you should take Flintstones vitamins when you're a
0: kid stuff.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, me too. I did. Chewed them up. They tasted good. They did. We were too poor. I got the generic ones. They were the, the Jetsons.
2: <laughs> I, would, I would always ask for an, a Dino. Please give me a Dino. Why can't I get a whole jar of Dinos?
0: No, we were so poor that I got um, Courageous Cat and, and Minute Mouse <laughs> vitamins. It was just powder. <laughs> <laughs> Very intoxicating. In 1973, 90 million people watched Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs in the Astrodome during the hyped Battle of the Sexes tennis match. Do you remember that? I don't. I don't remember watching it, but I remember they made a movie about it a couple years ago. Yeah. You know, this guy is like, I could defeat any woman, and then he plays Billie Jean King, and she beats the shit out of him. Dude, you're like 60 years old. You shouldn't have challenged her. She was in her prime then. I only
2: watched tennis when. Andre Agassi was the big deal because I had the hots for him when I was like 14. Oh, That's yeah. the only time I ever, I ever ever followed tennis.
0: His dad made him play tennis like beat the shit out of him until he became really good at tennis. Or it was very domineering. I started watching Wimbledon in the early 80s because I liked John McEnroe. I liked him screaming. I'm like, I like this guy.
2: I, only, I always only knew him from commercials or from TV appearances where they would talk about the fact that he was this hothead.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just, one day I just started watching tennis and I got into it and then I wanted to play and I started playing. And if I weren't, you know, you know, such a lazy ass smoker, I'd probably still play tennis, but tennis is a fun game to play. If you're in shape.
2: I wish my parents would have beat me to make me good at something.
0: (laughs) No, you don't. Then you have to carry that with you. Well, yeah, you just carry the beatings with you. They they beat you. So you'd know what it's like to be
2: the money. You know what I mean though? But the success and the money.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 For the therapy, whatever.
0: Isn't he met Brooke Shields? Tim, smoking mm-hmm. ain't cool. Yeah. Hey. Whoa, ache. Get out of here, Henry Winkler, you
1: creep. Oh, hell out of here. Um, McEnroe was married to that chick from Scandal.
0: Yeah, from Scandal. Yeah, he's married to Patty Smythe. I don't know if he still is, but he was.
2: Yeah. Andre Agassi was married to Steffi Groff.
0: That's right. He dated Brooke Shields, but he ended up marrying Steffi Groff. All right. In 1977, speaking of Fonzie, Fonzie jumps the shark. That episode aired September 20th, 1977. That's how freaking long ago that show was.
1: And that's not really when it jumped the shark. No, it's not. People say that's when it jumped the shark, but it it had two or three more years before it really jumped the shark. When when Richie and everybody left. Did
2: you know that? Beginning of the end though. That was
0: true. Oh, no, it was not.
1: When, no, it's, it's, seriously, at least two years, two seasons later was the beginning of the end.
2: I was done with that show when Arnold's burned down and they built the new Arnold's. I never liked it again after that. <laughs> the whole vibe of the show changed once I, they moved to new Arnold's.
0: I was finished with it when they let Sticks eat at the restaurant. I was like, <laughs> tired of this integration. Now it's happening in Milwaukee. We can put an end to this. Now, of course I'm kidding. Uh, 1979. Buck Rogers in the 25th Century debuted on NBC. That was a cool show. Aaron Gray in tight satin outfits. No wonder that guy walked around. Be, 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 be. Bill
2: Gerard in the perfect parted hair. I yes, had the hots, hot, hot, as hot as a seven-year-old could have. It's yeah. cuties. It was like a cuties type of situation. I Talking I in front of the book crutches.
1: <laughs> you don't come to Dragon Con to see Gil Gerard. He's there every year. Yeah.
2: But, but he, it's not the same now. I don't want to see him now. I want him then. I want to take a time machine and see him then.
0: Yeah, he's well, old I was 7. Um Aaron Grey still looks pretty good. Speaking of Aaron Grey, you can still watch you can watch Silver Spoons every day on uh, Antenna Network, Antenna TV. I watched an episode the other day. God, what a fantasy. What?
2: The silver spoons, man. Oh, everybody wanted a to be. Dream.
0: Yeah, everybody wanted to have a stupid train in your house. and video Train in your house. In room.
2: Cool dad. Yep. Very supportive.
0: Hang out with uh, the guy from Ozark. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman was your friend. And then,
2: and Alfonso Ribeiro.
0: We, I, Alfonso Ribeiro came after um, Bateman left. Yeah, Bateman left for just, it's, it's Your Move and yeah. they brought in
1: the tap dance kid. Yep.
2: The tap dance
0: kid. <laughs> the breaking board off under 20 bucks. All right. Uh, in 1984, on this day, the Cosby Show debuted on NBC. And Who's the Boss debuted on ABC the same night. And, uh, and then in 1999, Law & Order SVU began on NBC. And I just read on Twitter that they've started filming new episodes. And the first episode that Ice-T said they were working on uh, is called Quarantine. Oh, wow. Ripped from the headline. God bless <laughs> it.
2: The COVID it, 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 has begun.
0: Oh, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of that. And then, uh, on, uh, the 21st of September, uh, that is another day during this week. Uh, the first game, uh, the first Monday night football game was played between the Cleveland Browns and the New York jets. Cleveland won 31 to 21. And the 22nd in 1985 farm aid aired on TNN. You remember farm aid, uh, ALF debuted in 1986 on NBC and Full House premiered on ABC in 1987. So there's a lot going on in in September of, of, these, uh, of these years because, you know, this is when TV shows used to debut exclusively in, in the fall. Uh, in 1994, Friends debuted and then... In 2004, Lost began six confusing years on NBC. Although I did like most of those seasons, it got
1: really it stupid. started out so good, but they had no plan at all for that show. Nope, they're just like throw a bunch of shit at the wall, see what sticks, yep. and have no backstory or plan or anything whatsoever. And then let's just see how we can write write ourselves out of it at the end. Yeah,
0: and it just well, pissed everybody off. I do like what they did. What he did with Star Wars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> only, only Vince Gilligan could uh, pull that off. Him in his
0: writer's room. Yeah, Vince Gilligan, Gilligan, Gilligan. You know what's? I've seen he's Been getting mixed reviews. Has nothing apropos to nothing. The new season of Fargo is getting mixed reviews. I'm going to go with the good reviews because, uh, I it looks really cool. So
2: you know, it's going to come down to to the Rock as you know Chris being the one of the main characters, and he's you know it's just him as a serious actor. We'll just see. We don't know we'll that, see. do we? We'll just see.
0: We'll have to see. Um, as far as what we watched, uh, let's we'll see. We already talked about The Boys, Raised by Wolves, Class Action Park. I watched uh, Joe Rogan in his new toaster oven studio with Ron White. That was a great interview. If you had a chance to see that, if you didn't get a chance to see it, check it out. Uh, and is that him
2: that uh, he's in Austin? Huh? Since he's moved to Austin, is that where he's at now?
0: Yeah, they pretended like they had cigars instead of weed. I don't know because it's illegal to smoke marijuana in Texas or even possess. Mm. I guess you'd have to go with the municipal laws. And then uh, this week's Talking Sopranos, I watched last night with David Proval, who played Richie Aprile. They were talking about the episode where Janice shoots Richie. It's called Night in White Satin Armor. Uh, The reason every week I love this podcast more and more uh, because they talk about Hollywood and and, uh, they talk about Specifically, New York actors that kind of all knew each other and all the movies they've been in together. It's a really cool uh, conversational podcast about the Sopranos. And if you love it, of course, they break down the episodes. But Richie, the David Proval is nothing like Richie Aprile. He's a real humble person and a really interesting cat to listen to speak. That's it. Did they,
1: did they touch on at all the fact that at least ten people have been killed doing the gun during sex thing? Because of The Sopranos.
0: No, is that true? Yeah, I didn't know that. No, they didn't bring that up. They didn't bring. That up. Wow. <laughs> no, but uh, he's a, he's a cool cat, and and you can also get a, an awful lot of him on Pot Bing, which was that other podcast I was listening to. But I'm I'm so wrapped up in these guys. I try, I reached out and tried to see if one of them would come on the show, but I never heard back. So, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'd love to speak to Stephen Sharippa. Maybe Jeff, yeah. I tried to reach out to him too, but his
1: agent said they weren't his agents anymore, and his website said that they were. But I don't know who his new
0: agents are. Well, maybe uh, did you try Facebook? I tried the direct Gmail address on the website, and I didn't get a response. So, right. Although I don't, I don't picture Michael Imperioli sitting there reading email all day. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Whatever. Uh, Steph, you want to talk about what you watched?
2: No, I mean we already the boys and raised by wolves and like the main things that I watched. And I finished finally finished Umbrella Academy, the season two. It was pretty good. It ended well. I was, I was into it. Um, and I finished the teenage bounty hunters, Jeff. That was like a, sh- I was going to quit watching it so many times. And I just couldn't, I just kept watching. it.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know. It was just one of those shows. Okay.
1: Isn't Fun to see all the Atlanta stuff in there.
2: And that was fun. And I, you know, I really enjoyed Kadim Hardison and Method Man. I liked their whole little thing back and forth between the two of them. That was pretty good. Um, that was a lot of the humor in it. And the girls, they were fine. It's it was just you know it's very teenagery. Kind of, but anyway, it enjoy, enjoyed it for the most part. And I watched that movie, Alive hashtag Alive, on um, Netflix. No train to Busan, but it's a, another a Korean zombie movie or whatever. It was pretty good. Um, I got CBS, Disweble, CBS All Access. So
1: it's changing to Paramount Plus network soon.
2: I saw that. I saw that. So I watched. I started getting into Star Trek Discovery. Love it. So good. I hate yep. it that I missed it this long. And uh, Twilight Zone. Totally into it. Very cool. And um, I also watched The Social Dilemma. What that on?
1: That's Netflix. Netflix.
2: Jeff hates it. He's very upset about it.
1: I'm just mad because the continuity airs. The kid's phone broke and his mom told him she would buy him a new phone if he could leave his phone on the counter for a week without looking at it. He makes it three days and he goes and he grabs his phone and it's fixed.
2: What the it's, fuck? It's a reenactment. It's a the reenactment. Show is bullshit. Either way, it's it basically just shows you the blueprint of how they're brainwashing us it, like you didn't already know but to just they lay it all out for you and show you from the beginning to end how they are completely controlling us and uh podcast i'm so into right now uh where the bodies are buried it's a new true crime podcast this dude phil chalmers he's been doing this shit for years and like years. He goes and he interviews, you know, uh, school shooters, serial killers, all that kind of stuff. The difference with this true crime podcast is he actually gets these fuckers on the phone. So he talks to serial killers and he gets to ask them all kinds of questions. And I mean, he talked to David Berkowitz, you name it. And they're on the he's and he's trying to solve other cases because most of the time they only get prosecuted for, you know, nine bodies, eight bodies. But really, they've killed like 90 people. So he's trying to get them to admit to other ones where he can help these families close, get some closure. Anyway, it's pretty cool. I think you would like it, but it's called Where the Bodies Are.
0: Has he spoken to a crazy megalomaniac uh, from the Atlanta child murders yet?
2: No, he's, uh, he's we're going to be on the fifth episode coming up, but yeah. Yeah, I think you'd like it. And my staff pick is season two of Pen Fifteen, which drops on Hulu Friday, September eighteenth, which I'm so excited about. Like
1: out of the blue, I've been waiting to hear when the season two is coming. I
2: thought this was one of the funniest shows of all last year. It was. It's hysterical, very original, and you know I'm very hard on on ladies. Takes a lot for the ladies to make me laugh, and these two chicks are funny as hell.
1: Yeah, that show is hilarious.
2: And that's it. I'm done.
1: Thank you, Jeff. My stat pick was just Archer coming back on on seventeenth on FXX. What else did you watch? All the same stuff you guys watched.
0: Yeah, but you watched, let's see, I want my M T V. What's that? Oh, you watched uh, that documentary. Yeah, that was
1: a documentary on A and E about the birth of M T V. That was good.
0: Yeah. I should check out the social dilemma. You guys think I'd like it?
2: I think you'd have either. You'll
1: like or... the the informational stuff, the reenactment part, the drama stuff that they've spliced into it, I don't think you'll like.
2: It's, that part's lame. I'll give you that. It's stupid. I don't even know why they did that. But all the other stuff is very interesting.
0: Well, guys, um, if you're listening to the podcast version and not watching it on YouTube, you'll be able to hear all of, uh, all the names of all of our recent producers, current producers, and all of our supporters on Patreon. Also, I think Dustin is going to be working on a way to um, to put those all into the uh, into the YouTube video. Dustin Lawler, who's really doing a kick-ass job with these videos. Yeah, he is. Please, if you see him anywhere, uh, thank him on social media or thank him in the comments on those videos. Um, when he's not busy, busy rickrolling people in, in the Radio Shack. Yeah, that's funny. I like that. He also runs the Radio Shack, speaking of which, I've been trying to... Um, increase our, our activity on, on social media. So I'm doing my little drawings. And- yeah,
2: you've been doing great. That's
0: Yeah, you're killing it, man. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I, I, but, but also doing that thing of putting, you know, happy birthday, this and that. Because these are things that I'm sick and tired of, of people fighting over the stupidest shit. I want to talk about things that people remember that people like, and especially our generation and maybe a little bit older and maybe a little bit younger, but things that we like and dig. So if you see something that you'd like us to share, Send it to me uh, in an email or on social media if you follow me. And uh, this is real this time. Uh, I'm holding right here in my hand. I'm not going to turn it around. I have a completely new uh, layout for what we're going to be doing with Patreon. And uh, there'll be more giveaways and more things to give you. So you're not getting taxed or whatever, all that crazy shit. But one of them will be that everybody is eligible to win uh, prints of the drawings that I've been doing that kind of, correspond with the show or things that are going on in the daytime and uh, we're we're going to get stickers. Jeff did some really cool art and uh, we're going to send them off and get stickers and we're going to send them out and just just have fun because we really appreciate how, how much, I mean, there are people who've been with us since 2016 on Patreon. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, you know, and they've stuck with us this whole time through changes and this and that and even through COVID, which has been very difficult because a lot of people don't have the money they had a year ago. So uh, it means an awful lot to us that you stick with us and and we want to keep bringing you interviews content ideas and and even more interaction from you guys so uh, just you know this is your show as much it is as it is ours and sometimes I get a little like oh nobody you know blah, blah, blah. that's that's stupid you all contribute in a way and if you want to have you know if you want to submit a staff pick stuff like that, post it to social media on our facebook page or or if you're a patron, if you're donating, post it in there because I check it every day and I'll see your notes. If you guys want to add anything to that, feel free to.
1: Yeah, post it the Radio Shack.
0: Yeah.
2: And please, please rate us and review us if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, if you Especially on like Apple Podcasts and like that. Just please give us a five-star review. That would really help us get noticed. Yeah. We'd appreciate it.
0: Jeff, I noticed that you have a new uh fur baby in your household. Are you fostering a dog?
2: I am. Um, she, you know, they all they all have their little quirks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she is a delight. However, she was chained to a tree out in the woods for like two years. Oh. So she, liked, she liked Bobby Boucher. She ain't got the social skills. Oh, and sure. we are trying. Real hard to get this swamp girl out of her, but she's a cute little, little cute little American Staffordshire mix. She's 26 pounds and she's full grown, but um, she's like a little swordfish. Like she's just flapping the air and then come back down. But she's getting it. She is getting it. She very much uh, likes being in the house. She likes sleeping in her crate. She's into all that. But you know, she's just for sound ready to break those chains. But yeah. So barkville dog rescue.org. We need fosters like crazy. We need donations. Like I can't even tell you. Um, so anything that you guys can do, we would really appreciate it. Just support us. Tell anybody that, you know, who's looking for a dog barkville dog rescue.org.
0: Right. Well, thank you for that. And, uh, now that I'm, I'm, you can tell I'm a little gassed, um, I'm going to go uh, not drink horrible uh, all prep and just get a good night's sleep tonight. And uh, we will talk to you next week. And until that time, please remember to keep Happy, it birthday.
2: Happy birthday, Jeff. Happy birthday, Ira.
0: Oh, yeah, Ira. Yeah, yeah Ira's
1: birthday Thursday, too. Fucker.
0: Fucking Ira. And now we give a shout out to the rest of the donors. Aaron Roberts, Alan Barker, Amber Gilpatrick, Andrew Harbin, Andrew Malazzi, Brian Jackson, Brian Nix, Buck Monterey, Chris Cosentino, Dave Benson, Denise Reynolds, Gwyn Ketchum, Herb Lamb, Jeff Peterson, Jeremy Turman, Jesse Rosinski, Mark Wyland, Randy Reeves, Robert Kearns, Kevin Stokes, Wayne Blair, Ashley Rose, Chris Knight, J.W., Kevin Schwartz, Lou Caniglio, Mary Fouquet, Ryan Wilson, Sam Wells, Walt Murray, Bradley A. Shumpert, Brandon C. Pilcher, Dustin Lawler, Jason Heft, Nick Starks, Trent, Wendy Muller, Andrew Hopkins, David C. Funk, Lauren Calderman, Robert Haley, Robert Calderman, Sherry Dougherty, and Tim Slater. Thank you all very much. We very much appreciate it. And thank you for sticking with us for so very long and all year in this crazy 2020 in which we live. Radio Labyrinth is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Well, the four of us, occasionally three, sometimes four, sometimes three. And is produced by you for a complete list of Radio Labyrinth's awesome Patreon sponsors. Just look at the show notes. Our intro theme was produced and performed by John Mark Lindell. Keep it canon.